Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. commiserations you are watching the villa view it's time for a post-match pint in association with purity ale if you use the code hashtag villa view which i suggest you do after what you've seen today you'll get 10 percent off everything that purity have to offer aston villa one stevenage two i'm dan bardell joined by neil dunworth and neil aston villa have not won an fa cup game that wasn't a replay since one of my favourite games ever, FA Cup semi-final against Liverpool, I think in you know, I think it was 2015. That is unprecedented and must be some kind of record because that is quite frankly ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Um, I, it's, I, I'm actually dumbstruck and I'm stuck for words and I've done a podcast on this already and I thought I got my head straight after it because uh, I, I felt I was pretty measured in the podcast and and I utilised it to try and just keep on talking until I kind of found something that I was, I found a kind of a, an equilibrium that I was happy with because this kind of stuff is cursed territory, you know? It's 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 amazing the way it happens to Aston Villa and, and, and it's amazing the way it happens in such such mad ways, you know, such such crazy ways whereby um, I, I fluttered with the idea of uh, arrogance uh, being the being the reason that we lost today. And I kind of came down on unprofessionalism uh, for a finish is the reason why. But uh, I'm still kind of mulling around in my mind as to what word I will put on the performance tonight today, because it just it, it just it, it doesn't befit the, 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 the level of the, the level like the, the players are all international players. And what we saw out there today was really, like, that's why I thought it was arrogance at the start, because the players are all of a decent quality. Hell, there was, there was three of them at the World Cup. A lot of them have got, uh, have, have, have international caps. All of them have international caps, bar um, Morgan Sanson, who was arguably one of our most creative players at times today. But why, oh why, oh why, 
do they go out against a team in League Two, albeit a team that, that for a finish deserved our win because when you score two goals, you deserve your win. Yeah, I should say well done to Steve. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not knocking them, them, knocking them at all. When I'm about to say it's embarrassing for Aston Villa, that's not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful for Stevenage, but a Premier League team at home to a League Two team, however well they're going in League Two. Should not be losing, and they definitely no. shouldn't be losing. I when think internationals like like eighty-eight went... minutes, mate. The game was one 0 to Villa, so they Leeds definitely should be going out. Cardiff. Leeds went out against Cardiff. They were two 0 down with a team of kids. Oh yeah, their their backline had ain't their strike. Uh, and okay, junior football, so they're really only playing with ten people. Um, and even Leeds fans will admit that about, about, about football. I'm not sticking the boot in there, but they come back to draw two all because there was a sense of okay, we can't let this happen. And they're playing a championship team away. And they're playing the championship team away. We're playing a League Two team at home. And we're winning up. And then we have a man who tries to beat, beat his player twice on the edge of his own box and gets sent off and gives away a penalty is the aftermath from it. I just can't, I can't square the circle there. I can't square the circle about how cloudy that decision must have been. That, when you say, I mean, I, I do think it's a combination of reasons Villa, Villa have lost that game. You can probably chuck arrogance in as one of them. The bit I'm really struggling to live with is I watched Newcastle lose to Sheffield Wednesday yesterday. A League One team away. Hillsborough, you know, it was a it was a feverant atmosphere, to be honest. It, you know, Sheffield Wednesday did well. Newcastle, a little bit unlucky. Chris Woods missed, missed the sitter to get them back in the game at the end. But, you know, yes. they've rested players because they're third in the league and they in with a good chance of, of getting Champions League football, completely understandable. Aston Villa are not going to go down, and Aston Villa are not going to get into Europe. So why, oh why, in the FA Cup third round, do we feel the need to make eight changes? Why, oh why, do we feel the need to bring Olsen back in goal? Surely Martinez needs a little bit of rhythm. He played the other night. Give him another game. Martinez, he's, he's not tired. He's a goalkeeper. I know that's simple. I sound like Roy Keane. But play him in goal. I don't want to... I hate killing the goalkeeper, Olsen. But the simple fact is, except for the Spurs game, when he had absolutely nothing to do, we lose every time he plays. He's not really culpable for the first goal. Quite sim- you know, we saw no, Emi Martinez. And Dunker uh, plenty yeah. of time yeah. in space. Emi Martinez, we, we had a similar goal against Brighton, didn't we, away, that we, that we conceded with Martinez in goal. He's not at fault for that first goal. Once you've got to 1-1, the second goal, the defending one, the defending, to not have any nows to close him down is absolutely ridiculous when someone runs for a short corner. Not one player paid attention and went with him or tried to close him down. So, I could have saved that. I'm not being yeah. funny. It's, I'm not it's, straight, it's, pre- it's pretty much dry aim. Yeah. Yes, it's his near post, but in a way, I would say it's pretty much dry aim. You've got ridiculous to save that. Sport, You've got a long time to look at it as well. It's not like it's come through loads of bodies. That's a routine save for a, for a Premier League, number two even. I would say someone who's an international goalkeeper. That should be a routine save. So we make all these changes, but why do we why do we need to make changes? To me, we we treat the FA Cup with contempt every season. We play a weakened team in the third round every time. That's why we haven't won in the third round since 2015, 2016 season. But why do we do it? Because we're not going to go down and we're not going to get into Europe. And why do we have this thing where we concede one and you know another one's coming straight after? Mm. It's, it, it, it is pathetic. This is... So, so then, and that's that's exactly it. And um, I like this is a team that 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 co- this core group of players, this core group of players that we spoke about are all internationals. I said that a moment ago, but there's a mental frailty here. And I think it's about time that we just basically admit it. There's a mental frailty here. This team did this exact routine 
if not worse, against Manchester. Well, no, it wasn't because this is against the League Two team. We do it against the big teams. Man City, last day of the season last year. Absolute capitulation. Like, literally, everyone talking about Aston Villa couldn't hold on to a two-goal lead with 10 minutes to go. Aston Villa couldn't hold on to a one-goal lead with two minutes to go today. This happens. Through the course of this year, start of this this year, Villa score against Everton, immediately concede again. Villa scored against Bolton, if I'm not mistaken, immediately concede straight away. This team has a soft underbelly. It just does. It doesn't have leaders. It doesn't have leaders. This is why when people are talking about, oh, he stripped the captaincy from Tyrone Mings. Yes, do I do I disagree with that? I do. He's given it to Ming. Is or given it to McGinn. Is McGinn a leader? Mm. Danny Ings had it today. Danny Ings had 16 touches of the ball today of which eight were passes, two were shots. Yes, he did get an assist. Then Emmy Martinez has it. Then, you, you know, so like this merry-go-round of the captain's armband, to me, shows, it. like some people have said, oh, does it show that we have lots of leaders in the group? We don't have a leader. And, and it comes back to that second goal. Look at the second goal. They're completely under panic when they realized that whoever was supposed to be, potentially that was Dendonker's spot. Whoever was supposed to be there on that, that corner of the, or, or that, that furthest forward, forward player wasn't there. And they played a short corner. And then Watkins comes out half-hearted, and then he beats him at the, at the front post. There is this is this is an ongoing thing with this group of players. It's an ongoing thing. Like good teams and teams that we should be beating, it doesn't matter. The team cannot react because it doesn't have a John Terry type. It doesn't have a Roy Keane type that you mentioned. Now, I know I'm being very stereotypical here, but where is the person that everybody looks to? Where's the person that drags everybody into a huddle together and says, "We're not losing this." We're not losing this. And if you lose this, or if you lose this, or if you do that, instead they all go to the referee and they cross their fingers for VAR. The VAR is going to overturn the Dundonker red card or penalty. I think he was getting a red card anyway if it wasn't a penalty because it was the most stupid pullback I've ever seen. And then he goes and hacks him again. So that's the frailty. It's the hide behind it. It's to cross your fingers above VAR. It's the things, little things like that. It's the not being able to organize a corner when one man gets, one man gets sent off two minutes after he's sent off and the complete and utter blind panic that, that, that happens. So Unai Emery is a big job ahead of himself. He's doing re- he's done really well in the league with these players, yeah, and we will have better performances than we had. League for we've got a good specialist it. manager. I'm still getting knocked out in the third round to to, to Stevenage. I can't. I'm just I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I'll be honest. I expected Villa to win. So I saw that team today. I still expected Villa to win. Yeah. I think it's a collective thing. Everyone everyone needs to take responsibility today, and I include include the manager in that. That's not me knocking the manager or saying that. Oh, you should go. He's not 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 what we thought he was. He just needs to take responsibility because because he picked that team. I do think when you rotate as heavily as we did and we made eight changes, which I think is completely unnecessary, by the way. If you make eight changes, and I can't even remember if I've already said this in the pod, in this podcast, I'm so yeah, tired. Yeah. If you're playing as a team that plays together every week, that are a group of professional footballers, even in League Two, if you make eight changes, you're going to struggle for rhythm. You're inviting problems, and I think you're 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 asking for questions to be asked. And, that, and that's well, quite simply what Villa have done. I don't. I know they're internationals, but you know Chambers hasn't played all season. Bednarek hasn't played all season. Sanson hasn't played all season. You put together a disjointed team, you'll get a disjointed performance, and that's what happened. But well, saying all that, there's still absolutely no way they should capitulate and lose that game. Absolutely not a chance, and it, it is embarrassing. And I hate coming on here and negative, I'd have to but disagree slightly and say, well, it was a disjointed performance. They never looked like losing it until then. Docker goes nuts in the edge of the box. It, they really didn't. And I know well, they we had. Could have gone, we could have got. We could have gone one 0 down. In fairness, I know it was offside, but it they, was offside. You know, they, so they went. They went. They played a nice move and cut us open early on in the game, and, and nearly. But went it was offside. That, and that, no, no, that's no, the no. thing I'm saying. You know, but so we didn't. We never comfortable possession. 
Uh, well, I say we were never comfortable. Maybe that's a bit a bit harsh. But Dion Dublin, on we the were overconfident. Dion Dublin kept saying, "Whilst it's only one, Stevenage, you're in the mm -hmm. game. Well done, Stevenage. You've stayed in the game. You're still in the game. Well done, gentlemen. I'm sure he said something like that along those lines in in the yeah. commentary. But the ref threw it away. It's almost like we didn't want to replay because you've rested that's all the these. Thing. You've rested all these players because of the the load of the fixtures, the con the congestion of the fixtures. You've nearly ended up with a replay, by the way. And that would have been a, another game to have to play and endure. I mean, unfortunately, we've managed to completely lose our heads and, and, and lose the game. But you look at some of the money we've spent on the players in that team. That's it. Recruitment, recruitment, recruitment. Mm. We've got some very good players and we have made some, some good recruitment. We've made some signings who I think are better than what they're showing. Some players, I think you can let them off a little bit because I just think that we've been a mess for, for, since Jack went, basically, the, the recruitment's been a little bit scattergun, but I do think some of the players we've bought are good players, and under Emery, given time, he might be able to turn them around and make them successful signings. But and, you're looking at that team today, we have chucked a lot of money down the drain. And if there's a captain, if there's a decent person with a head in them that can pull those players together, you know, an actual leader, and an actual captain, which Villa haven't had since we've come back into the Premier League, Jack Grealish was able to carry the ball. He was kind of a leader from the leader by doing. But I'm talking about a figure, a, a leader of the. They could have pulled everybody into into a huddle and said, "We're a man down. We're one all with Stevenage. We do not chase this game. Know, There's Ashley, two minutes Young's left." Like, Ashley Young's on the pitch. He's a leader. Did he do it? Well, evidently, Young, evidently he, not. He, he, no. might, he might have tried. So, if he did, if he did try, it didn't work. Well, well, then is he a leader? So that's what I'm saying. We don't have this figurehead. I didn't see any any reaction other than to go to the referee after the knocker got sent off and see if there was a VAR check, and that's all that happened. There was no other reaction, and two minutes later, we have this corner that's completely disjointed, and we go 2-1 down. You needed to come together. You needed to suck up your pride and admit that you're, admit you're after making a complete another Harlex out of it because an individual error, take your 1-1, take your medicine, and beat them in the replay. But Villa couldn't do that. They weren't able to do that. They, Buendia took off on a run, I think, almost directly after, after they scored the penalty, lost the ball, which leads to the corner, if I'm not mistaken. And there was no need to make that, that run through the centre the center of the field. Cold, so it's, it, it's, th it's things like this. It's, it's little things like this. And, and, and I'm way more worked up now than I was directly after I the think, game. To be honest, so. I think I wound you up as soon as you came on <laughs> before we started. We, but, we basically but, did a podcast before, before we came on. Yeah. But I look, I, I know, and and I know that it's we can't change anything now. And look, realistically speaking, at the end of the day, our core look, I would have absolutely loved to have won this game today. Absolutely, everybody would have. It, I think what stings is it's a League Two team that we've gone out to in two minutes from the end of the game, and they've absolutely robbed it from under us because of our ineptitude. That's the stinger here. We always and, find that we get Manchester United in every FA Cup, and that's the reason that we go out. But quite a that's practice. yeah. We can't. We don't we can't even. Beat, we can't, even we can't beat anyone. Anymore. We can't beat anyone in the third round. We've lost, <laughs> we can't it. We've lost it. Yeah. In the Championship, I didn't mind us resting players for the because that that schedule is ridiculous in the Championship, and I we were never so going to win the FA Cup in the Championship. So when we did it then, I didn't really mind it. But doing it now, as I say, when you're probably looking at a mid-table finish, you're not going to go down. You're not going to get into Europe. What's the what's the reason for resting people? I cannot work out what what the reason is. The next game's on Friday. That's five days away. You've, okay, you've had a game. You've had a game on Wednesday, but you you know you've played. No, was it a game Wednesday? Or was it Tuesday? Wednesday. A game, a game Wednesday. was Wednesday. Yeah. So we, we're not playing on the Saturday. We're playing on the Sunday. So there's been a decent rest since since then as well. The players haven't really played for a month because 
the World Cup's been on, so there's not been a proper competitive game for a long time, except for those that, that went away. And even those that have went away have, have had a little bit of a break. What's the what's this fascination with having a cup goalkeeper? Why do Villa need a cup goalkeeper? We're not in Europe. We, we messed up the League Cup as, as well, the, pretty much the first chance we got against Manchester United. And we went out, in my opinion, we went out to Manchester United because we made changes. We didn't need to make changes that night, really. I didn't think we we had a bit of a positive momentum against them. We beat them the weekend before, but again, I feel harsh on the goalkeeper every time. If we change a goalkeeper, in my opinion, I think, think with Martinez in goal that night, we probably beat Manchester United because we played well. We just yeah. led him some absolutely stupid goals, and he was he was rooted to, to his line. So we just give give it. Why, why do you need a goalkeeper? We're just we're not in Europe. We don't have fixture congestion. We're not in the Europa League. We're out the League Cup, the FA Cup other than finishing mid-table, is the, is the only thing we had this season. And Villa fans are desperate to win a trophy. I know I am. Absolutely desperate to see us win a trophy. I can't remember what it's like. I was 10. I've got no memory of really what, what it was like to win a trophy. Sure. We, we can have won the FA Cup since since we last won the League Cup. Middlesbrough have won the League Cup. Well, I I'm looking through the list of teams that have won a trophy. Bloody Blues have won the League Cup since we won a trophy. You know, And you've got no divine right to win anything. But we don't, we don't take it seriously enough. Yeah. You know, the reason That's Blues true. won the League Cup, the reason Wigan won the FA Cup, because they took it seriously. Wigan went down that season, but, you know, OK, they, they won the FA Cup. They had something to sing about. Why Why did Aston Villa not take the Cup seriously? It's Mickey Mouse. Why We're acting like we're this, this third-rate side. We want to be a big club. You've got to behave like one, take the Cup seriously, try and win something. We're the masters of our own downfall, in my opinion, in the Cups. My big thing here is when you start... that. Absolutely perfect premise. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you 100%. And then when I step back and I look at it and go, how many different managers we've had that have had the same, have had the same thought process? Like, so Bruce did it. Smith did um, it. Bruce did it. Uh, Gerard, it. I'll, give, I'll give Gerard his Joe. He didn't do it. One of the only things he got right. But against Bolton, he played our strongest team. No Olsen in goal. Martinez was in goal against Bolton. I think we went 1-0 down in that game and we came, back and, came back and won. And Gerard said, one thing I can remember him saying is, I'm going to take this cup seriously. Aston Villa needs to win something. I'm going to play in my first 11. Why? There's no reason not to play that first 11 today. And that's the bit that I put on the manager because there's no, there's just no need for it. And I put it on the players that they should be better than that. And they, they've let the manager down. That, that, so it's, it's, it's a two-way trade. It's both's fault. I could get on board at saying, like I would say no more than 5% of... of <laughs> It's just the golfing class with those players that we had out in the field and their players. What it was, it was player heart. It was player issue. It was player. It was what happened. There. Like there was flicks, there was tricks, there was everything going on after we scored. It was, that's where my arrogance comes from. And then the arrogance then, as I say, it comes from trying to beat a man twice in the edge of your area. And, and you're not exactly the silkiest footballer in the whole entire world. It really demoralized us once we went down one all. And as I say, this team thought they just had to show up. No, you maybe you can put that on the manager if you want. I, I, I I'm personally, just, I'm, my, I'm, that's just. I get what you're saying. My personal opinion is there's no need to rotate that heavily. Yeah, you might make two or three changes. I think. I know it's, really, diff, it's like, different because Man City were playing. Man City made changes, but they're playing. They're playing Chelsea. Foden's playing in the in, in the third round of the FA Cup and and scoring today. Rashford started for Manchester United. Mind you, I suppose we play. We play people who are first team players. We did play Bailey. Ings. People have been shouting for Ings for the last six weeks or for the last six months. Bailey, Bailey was Bailey was erratic. He's not there. I mean, I wouldn't uh, give away the ball eight times. Yep, Dan, I have a statistic for you. I think you missed it while I, while before, while you went to get a glass of water beforehand. I didn't even Douglas really Louise, one. Douglas Louise had more touches on his own 
than the three midfielders and the two strikers for Stevenage put together today. The three midfielders and, and two strikers for Stevenage had 117 touches in the game. Douglas Louise had 139. That just tells we, me we, we didn't do owned with the this ball. game. But did we? Did we? Did we miss a hatful of chances? Yeah, but we had the ball, but we didn't do anything with it. That's it. That's a, it. We we were we scored so a nice that... goal. We scored a nice goal. Well, but why don't we try and play some football again at any point during the game? The that's a fair nice. comment. The goal was nice. the, That's a fair comment, and that's where my arrogance, my arrogance statement comes from. We just thought we'd be able to. We scored a goal, passed the ball around for seventy-five minutes, and it, that's all well and good until somebody absolutely goes insane at the back. You know, that's and and that's the issue. That's where my that's where my 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 arrogance comment came from because. That was a sense of arrogance. There was lots of flicks. There was lots of you know, around the corner passes, no look, not no look passes, but back in. So, and that's fine. I've actually got no real problem with that. But my big thing is, if you're going to do that, you better batten down the hatches if somebody goes and does something mad. You know, you've got to batten down the hatches. And that's where the leadership doesn't come in. It just mm. doesn't. And it isn't there. So, yes, we can talk about rotating players, but we, taught, we rotated it for a player that once cost 100 million. 100 million. We brought in... Um, probably the only questionable ones, I suppose, really, yes, were the two centre-halves, who I don't think really were at fault for much today because they didn't have much to do. Um, and the goalkeeper, probably the goal, which the goalkeeper probably wasn't even a question. I think everybody probably knew in their heart of hearts he was going to play, and then hindsight says, why didn't you play Martinez? Which is fine, and that's okay. I think hindsight is okay to have because his, his mistake for the second goal was so egregious, I think. But it is, it's it's something like it's 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 like this that you know that these players can't get out of whatever gear they decide they're going to be in when the game starts. And they don't play, they almost play upwards to, towards the level that they're playing at, or they play downwards towards the level that they're playing at. And that's no disrespect to Stevenage, but we had nobody running past their defense today. We had no diagonal runs today. We had no one actually really trying to get around the corners to whip crosses in. And when we did, we only had Danny Ings standing in there on his own. And that Pierre. G- Pierre Gianni or whatever his name was, he was a Hulk inside there. There was no way Danny Ings is getting ahead of him. When was the last time Danny Ings was, was leaping like a salmon and jumping and scoring headers to beat the band? I, look, I just think there's disjointedness. That I think the players were disjointed in the field because of lack of leadership in the field. I, I, I genuinely, the more I think of it, the more I think that that's what needs needs to change. You're watching like Coutinho who... I remember him running that game against Leeds in the Premier League mm. when in February, early this, no, earlier last year, February, February. You know, he ran that game against Leeds, but to be fair, he did have a lot of space in that game. You think against Stevenage, you might maybe be able to unlock something. He's trying 25, 30 yard shots. They're, they're going into the crowd. Bailey is either exceptional or absolute dross, but the, there's more dross than exceptional, unfortunately. But when he's good, he's good. Leon Bailey, but you're watching him try and beat men time and time again today. It's just not just not happening. Just just wasn't mm. happening for Sansan. Give him his due. Playing on the kind of hybrid right midfield slash number ten role. Took his goal nicely. Neat, neat and tidy. But you know, I, I still don't think he's the answer to any of our, any of our problems. To be honest, he's not mobile enough for, for me. Did well today. Fair enough. And when he went off, people will say, "Oh, Sansan went off, and we we lost the game." But we lost the game because of what Dendonka did, but basically, which was absolutely mindless. But we, here we are. That that's what happened. Players are tried. I, I don't, again, I don't really think it's is it lack of effort. Could we could we label lack of effort today as being one one of those things? You say an arrogance, but could you could we label lack of effort them today? I'm not sure. Really, I'd probably not. I don't think it's a lack of effort. I think it was a lack of um... lack of nous. <clears throat> 
effort is is an interesting word. I don't think it's it's effort, but I think it was lack of intention. You know, we got that one goal up, and as I say, I genuinely think that they thought that they could like a pass or pass the ball around. They were good enough to do that, and they were for for eighty eight minutes of the game. They actually were. But what I think is, you know, they should be good. They should be. They should have wanted to win that game three or four nil today. You just didn't get that feeling that they were ever going to actually overexert themselves. And um, so, yes, I think you could say effort, but I think it was more certain like intentional effort. Uh, I can't, I, I don't know, I don't know what the right, right phraseology is, but I agree with you to a certain extent. You know, they they, they were they were looking like they were doing everything right. It's like that fellow who's got a sweeping brush and he's sweeping a clean floor. He looks like he's doing a ton of work, but is he actually even sweeping up anything off the floor? You know that kind of a thing. It's that that's kind of the the, the way that the, the way I found tonight. He was there was no achievement in what a lot of what a lot of those passes. Like I was just tatting up there. We weren't going anywhere where we weren't. No, we were opening we them up. And oh, that was unlucky. Close mischance. There were no mischances. We just had the ball. Luis and Sanson had more passes today than the whole starting eleven of uh, Stevenage today, and this is what I mean. We had the workload. We had the numbers. The numbers look impressive from that point of view. Oh, God, Villa owned the ball. And they did own the ball. They should do. We should do. We're a bunch of internationals. One of our players is probably getting paid four times the amount of all the rest of the, uh, the whole Stevenish squad put together. I was thinking you know, at one week of Coutinho's wages is possibly more than his whole, their whole Stevenish team cost. I don't know whether yeah. that would be true, but that was something that was running through in my head during the game when and, we were labouring. But it is. It's it's like... it, And, and these are very kitsch cliches that are thrown out every time a big team loses to a small team but they're still no less true you know Luis and Sansan together had 177 passes the whole of the Stevenage team had 167 between them starting 11 had 167 between them and then when you see the guys who came on they had 100 even, even at that every single player that played for Stevenage had 100 and 193 passes throughout the course of the whole game that's all they had so two of our midfielders nearly passed the ball as many times. So you put then Dunker and Luis together, they way outpassed. The Dunker had 83 passes on his own. It's like it's my like what you said was so we just we didn't want to win by more. And then it bit us in the back. And that's why the more I think about it, the more I'm coming down on the uh on back to the word of arrogance again. We we, we showed up arrogant to this game. I think we did. I think we did. And 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 I'm willing to to take that back at any stage. But it's like like when you look at it in the call light of day, we just we got the goal and we thought this is grand. We'll just own the ball, we'll play keep ball nice and handy, and we'll swan off. Perfect. We won't overexert ourselves. And you can't rattle through the gears again, especially in the 88 minute when catastrophe strikes. Yeah, I've got Sanjay Pradhan in the... Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong in, in the comments. And you can't yes. blame Unai. That team was good enough to beat a league too, so I agree. We would be complaining if we were drowned against Leeds if, if we won tonight. We should have won and been more aggressive. I'm not blaming Unai Emre. I'm not saying this game is on Unai Emre. What, what I'm saying is is that he's culpable. He's it's not. You can't just blame the players. Unai Emre has picked that team today. I think it's a little bit on him. But I would, I would argue with that and say, surely you want a little bit of momentum. You know, we've just beat, we'd beat Spurs, come back and salvage a point against Wolves, something Villa haven't done very often in the last few years, coming back and, and getting something out of a game. So there's there's a little bit of momentum creeping in and generally we've been good against Unai Emre. Sorry, good since Unai Emre has come into the come into the come into the helm. So why do we risk risk all that, make these changes, 
and get embarrassed on national television again against Stevenage. What's the what's the need to do it? I don't get what why we think that we need to make all these changes. I would I think there's enough time for recovery ahead of, ahead of that game on, on Friday. I think you win so today, too. you're in you're in the next round Five of the days. FA Cup. You're going into Friday, Villa Park's bouncing again. We're now going to be going into the Leeds game on Friday. And Villa Park will be nervy and agitated and tentative like it is when you lose a game, but we haven't just lost any game. We've lost the league to Stevenage at home, so I think we've yeah. shot ourselves in the foot in, in the league possibly now. We have to go and beat Leeds now, because if we suddenly lose to Leeds or don't or draw with Leeds, it's going to be complete misery and doom and gloom because we've just lost to Stevenage as well. We've put ourselves today in a completely unnecessary position. The club did not need to put themselves in. We've come a cropper. We've been absolutely embarrassed. The whole nation's seen it, and it's one of the most famous FA Cup victories that there's ever been. League two Stevenage coming to big old Villa Park and making Aston Villa look stupid and we don't as fans we don't want to be on the end of, of stuff like that to, to have not won in eight FA Cup matches or to have lost eight FA Cup games in a row that is scandalous that, there's no other, no other word for it that is absolutely scandalous for a club of this size that wants to be a big club says they want to win things wants to get back into Europe if you want to get back into Europe let's try and win a cup play your first team I, I, that's probably the best way to end the podcast if you want to get into europe you've got to play the got to play your first team take it seriously o'neill messed around in the in the cups you know the one year he didn't mess around we got to an fa cup semi-final and a league cup final and we got absolutely robbed in that final and i'll never forgive mm. phil dowd for that decision you know the year martin o'neill decided to take the cup seriously we nearly we nearly won both you know it's not it's not mm. rocket science is it the years he didn't Got knocked out by, by Moscow playing playing the kids, you know. We didn't take the league and FA Cup particularly seriously the two seasons before that. But in his last season, he made a conscious decision. We're going to have a go and try and win these Cups. We had three days out of... No, no, we didn't. We had two days out We had two days out of Wembley that season. It's not rocket science. Play your first yeah. team. And, goal, and goalkeepers don't need resting. I don't care what anyone says. Play your number one goalkeeper in the Cups. Because it's cost us in two Cups now doing that. Mm-hmm. We may well still be in two Cup competitions if we'd have, if we'd have played Martinez, in my opinion. And that sounds harsh and awesome. I don't know him. I don't want to come down on him too hard. But the simple fact is, whenever he plays, Aston Villa seem to lose, and we've let in an awful lot of goals with him on the pitch. And I, yeah. I can't dress that up as a coincidence. I don't. I don't think it's a coincidence. So Villa, Villa have let themselves down today, and they've let the, the supporters down who want to have a cup run, haven't won the FA Cup since 1957. Generations of Villa fans have seen Villa do absolutely naff all in the FA Cup. Kids today, a lot of kids I've seen coming to watch. You know, you people tweeting me and tweeting saying, oh, I'm taking my lads to his first ever game at Villa Park. Mm. You know, they want their kids to get the book. You take them to the FA Cup third round, they're going to want to come again. They don't want to watch Aston Villa lose to Stevenage. Nobody wants to watch that. I don't want to watch that, let alone a little kid who's probably, you know, got pressure because all his mates support Manchester City now. I saw a kid, when a bloody Edison goalkeeper top in Lichfield the other day, you know. Kids Edison goalkeeper top, yeah, right. Yeah, the most niche thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Kids, kids grow up, they're going to support successful teams. There should be a successful team on their doorstep. But time and time again, we mess around. We don't take the cup seriously. We finish mid-table in the in, in the league. But for some reason, we decide that we need to rest players. I don't mm. get it. But yeah, that's my ramble. I can't approve on that. I'm, an, I... I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. And I'm going to go I'm up in six hours. So I, I need to go to bed. I'm on Sky Sports News tomorrow. Hopefully no one remembers I'm an Aston Villa fan whilst we're on here. Because that's going to be absolutely embarrassing if they do. But thanks for, for tuning in tonight. Bit of a ramble in the end. I've literally just got to my hotel room in London. So I'm pretty tired after the drive. And I'm frustrated by what Aston Villa have, have shown me this afternoon. As Neil is as well. So Neil, thanks for coming and having a chat with me. I know you've already been through it once as well. And fair play to the 477 of you that are here. Because let me tell you, if I wasn't doing a podcast, 
there's absolutely no chance I want to watch people talk about that game today. <laughs> so hopefully you've taken something from it. Yeah. You're probably even more miserable than you were before you tuned in. But thanks for tuning in tonight. We do appreciate those of you that, that join us live. Like I say, I'm on Sky tomorrow, 9 till 10. Do you have to plug purity as well, then? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Let me plug myself now. Yeah, sorry. Nine till ten. The worst time to interrupt you. That's fine. Nine till ten on the transfer shows, and twelve till one tomorrow and Thursday. I think I mean as well. As I say, hopefully not talking about Aston Villa unless they're going to sign eleven, twelve new players after today. I don't want to be talking about Villa at all. Thanks to Neil as well. Neil, you got anything you want to plug? Obviously, you've done a pod already today. People go back and watch that as well on your channel. Just all, all that. Yeah, just transfer rumor pods just trying to fill the days yeah. <laughs> yeah. team sheet tantrums all those kind of things coming up before before our leads uh, as normal but yeah yeah, yeah we'll be back with a match preview during the week as well hopefully feeling a little bit more happier before before that comes around thanks to purity for continuing to sponsor us get yourself some purity if that's your thing and get 10 percent off by using the code hashtag villa view I hope you have a bearable week at work. I hope people don't give you too much stick when you enter the office tomorrow. And only one thing left to say, up the villa, what a club. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.